Hey, Marianna and Elizabeth. This is friend of the show and two-time guest on the show, Stacy Sargent. Um, thanks so much for everything you guys do. I mean, Marianna, I'm an author because of you, and Elizabeth, I did NaNoWriMo because of you. Well, both of you, really. But I love the show. Congratulations on 100 episodes of entertaining and informing people in the writing world. Um, I hope for 100 more. Way to go, guys. Hi, and welcome to Thinking Out Loud, a very exciting episode. Yay, this is Elizabeth and Mariana, and we're... <coughs> oh, you have your whistle. I didn't get a whistle. That's what I forgot. <laughs> I can Yay, a hundred episodes. <laughs> oh, the surprises I have for you today, my friend. <laughs> awesome. Are you at least wearing your party hat? Oh, absolutely. Good, okay. <clears throat> so we did it we made it to 100 episodes yeah we did who would have thought Seriously. oh my gosh i was telling noah about it last night and he's like you mean it's been two years already i was like oh gosh yeah. i didn't think of it in that way yes it has been two <laughs> yeah. years it's been two years but i'm yeah. thinking about it and there were not many weeks that we went for that we didn't Okay, so obviously we had some scheduling when we were at conferences and those kinds of things, but I don't think we ever went a three-week period without recording, did we? Nope, we didn't. We've been pretty... I think we did a couple of two weeks, but those were all anticipated, and we told our listeners about that. Um, So I got the stats from Sam last night. How many listeners do you think we have? Um, I actually have no idea i think like whenever two. we record this i'm like we may maybe we have two listeners because i know stacy listens and i assume molly listens but maybe she doesn't even listen to us when we're not around um i don't know or when she's not around you <laughs> so like i i don't know that's that's my thoughts but what what's our stats so our downloads per week are right around 400 what that is crazy <laughs> So you're out there, whoever you are. We don't even know who you are. Well, we know some of you, but <laughs> That's yes, amazing. isn't that crazy to think about? That is crazy to think about. I agree. Hi guys, Hi. So glad that you listen to us. So if you want you if you want to uh, for us to keep doing this, we will keep doing it. But I do want to say that we're thinking.fm is on Patreon, and if each of you gave one dollar in honor of our hundredth episode. Or, you know, $10 that has one and two zeros, well, three zeros, but, you, you know, or $100, whatever. That would be super awesome. Yeah, we could put it into getting some more quality programming for you besides us just rambling. Yes, we could have some more week. guests. <laughs> and it would also help us with the writing conference that we're getting geared up for. Yeah, which, oh my gosh, if we had 400 people that came to our writing conference, how amazing would that be? Yeah, we're going to have right. to reconsider venues if you guys are really out there. Come play with us. That would be so I cool. know. Or wow. join wow. our book exchange. Yes, please. <laughs> we'll put links to all that stuff in the in the show notes, I'm sure. Yes, the book exchange. Here is my loud typing. <laughs> so I'm just a little worked up this morning because I, I found that out and I couldn't wait to tell you about it. I That's pretty exciting news. That's Isn't it? Awesome. Yep, yep. So also we found out that our listeners actually, once we post an episode, that we have a higher rate of downloads when we first release it. Mm -hmm. That makes and, sense. 
uh, Sam and Thomas on think over at Thinking Religion on the Thinking.fm network, they have people who listen every week, but they listen at different times. <clears throat> That's fun. Okay. Are you ready for surprise number two? What is surprise number two, Mariana? Oh my gosh. I'm like... I was going to let Waylon speak. speak. <laughs> Happy 100th! Woo-hoo! I can't hear anything because Mariana has all the uh, headphones. Oh, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, really? You've got noisemakers? Don't do that in the microphone. Oh, why Sorry. not? Sorry. <laughs> why not? Uh, no, yeah, this is fantastic. I, I, uh, it's, it's not easy to do. 100 of anything, but especially podcast. So just think about 100 times, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 listeners per show. And that's a lot of people listening to y'all. So, uh, yeah. Oh, I said, yeah. I told her four, 400. Was I wrong? Well, I mean, over time, it, it oh, grows. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. the oh, thing yeah. about podcasts. <laughs> Good so, point. Yeah. Not to, you know, frighten you, but as you <laughs> plummet towards 200, you know, plummet. Your, your voice matters. So thank you, guys. Yay. Surprise number two. Bye. <laughs> and the dogs came to say hey as well oh my poor dog 100 okay so our sad stomach i know poor tag <laughs> it's okay but listen at school so our girls just had their 100th day of school and so they had to have a hundred things or they had to have a well in some schools you have to dress up like you're a hundred Mm-hmm. That's funny. <laughs> so they've celebrated 100 days of school. So you think we could list 100 things that we like about this show? Or should we try to list 100 things that we like about writing and this show? Or, I mean, 100 things, that's a lot of things. <laughs> that's a lot of things, things. you're right. That's a like... lot of things. Okay, but quite seriously, what do you think that this time that we've allotted where we thought we had only two listeners and we really have way more um, has done over the past two years for you? Well, um, and for for your business. For number one, I would say um, it's helped me to articulate um, my thoughts on the industry, um, which is good. Because like every week I have to sit down and talk to you, talk to you about this, like um, just about like stuff that's going on in the publishing world, but also like in like editing, Um, I have to, I have to actually put my philosophies into words. They aren't just in my head. You have to have a conversation about it. Exactly. Yeah. And I think the other thing that I've seen both of us develop is that uh, it can be really lonely when you're in the publishing world and also when you're in the writing world. And so to have a place that you can have a conversation like this and our conversation is a public conversation, right? We're inviting you also to participate in this conversation and hoping that it makes some difference in your life that it, you know, gives you encouragement, gives you tips, gives you ideas, those kinds of things based on what we have encountered and what we see. Right. So I think that's really beneficial because when you do own your own business and intentionally keep the operation small, like we both have, then you don't have that brainstorming session. You don't have that uh, interaction with other people, the the ping ponging off of each other. Right. So right. to have a time period every week 
and listeners, I'll be quite honest. A lot of times, uh, Elizabeth and I kind of stay on afterwards and, you know, we're both kind of doing stuff, but we're, we're working too. And to have that, uh, presence, even if it's through the, you know, satellites, interwebs, <laughs> interwebs is really comforting to know that there's somebody else out there who's, who's trying to make it work. Who's trying to do something different and who's trying to participate in the, in the publishing industry at a time when, you know, lots of people thought that print would completely disappear. Yeah. Lots of people thought it. I never thought it. I always yeah, knew but print was going to stay. It, but that entered into the mainstream conversations. And so as people who are invested in the, in the print world and whose jobs depend upon it, you know, for us to be able to say, no, it's not going to. And this is why it doesn't matter what Huffington Post says. Right. Right. <laughs> Ugh, don't even get me started on Huffington Post today. Before we, I want you to. I want you to. That though, I want to say that like, um, what I hope this podcast does for our listeners is like provide a space for them to like find other people who are like have like minds in publishing, so that when you decide that it's your turn, you can come to us and we can help you figure out how to make that dream of being a published author actually come through, come true. Um, because like you can, you know, even though there's like more people at those bigger companies, you know, the, the gatekeepers can seem pretty, um, intimidating and that can seem like a really lonely place too. And so that's, that's what I like about, um, about what we do and about the, the indie spirit that we are like carrying forward that the torch that we have, for indie writers and for other indie publishers and for everything that's going on in a world where writers just want to get their stuff out to their readers. So, yeah. And that really is what we're doing. Yes. We're trying to make a living doing this, but we just really like to talk about reading and writing too. (laughs) You know, it's really our passion. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we do have a note from one of our listeners. Well, we do. Yes. Surprise too. You know this one. Okay, that's good. What's the note? So this is this is from Molly. And she said, I agreed to participate on the podcast because I enjoy engaging in conversation about books and writing. Reading and writing are solitary hobbies, except for the characters on the page. And when finished, it's refreshing to realize the community formed by others who do the same. Nice. So that sounds like we've accomplished what you exactly what you were just saying. What you want to do is to create a community for this solitary kind of existence that yes. is publishing and writing. Yay, Molly. You get it. You're so smart. <laughs> we want to be you when we grow up, even though you're younger than us. <laughs> but I, you know, I've had conversations with Molly, and I think she recounted this back on her first episode when we were sitting in the Asheville coffee shop. Where I told, where she said, you know, I wanted to be an English major, but people were, are continually asking me, so what are you going to do with this? You know, how, how you think you can make a living as a writer? No. But you can. So she's, yes, you can indeed. Especially if you know the right people. Hint, hint, nod, (laughs) nod, wink, wink. But you just have to work hard. That's really what it comes down to. Like you can do anything. Oh my gosh. What? Okay. Uh Sam is saying that Harper Lee just died. Oh no, is that 
through? Where does he get this information? Oh, Harper Lee, dead at age 89. Oh, this is breaking news, people. We are bringing you breaking news from the publishing world now. We are. And and I don't mean to make light of it because that's a sad day. Um, uh, so thank you, Harper Lee, for all you did for the publishing world. Uh, and how about this on our 100th episode? This is kind of crazy, ooh, cosmic yeah, stuff, huh? It really is. So we'll have a link down. Um, she suffered a stroke in 2007, right? So mm -hmm. she was, you know, she was very guarded about who she interacted with. Yep. She'd eat breakfast each morning at the same fast food place. <laughs> so services have not been announced, but we do. Oh, Harper Lee, thank you for the work that you did for reading and writing and... Well, it seems like all of us out here. There's only one news outlet reporting on it right now, and that's in Alabama. Mm-hmm. So, like... Huh. I just... That's the one I have. Yeah. Going to link this in the show notes. Yep. Thanks, Sam, for sending that our way so we could talk about it here. The kind of things so, you don't expect the podcast to be about. But you know what? When someone great like that passes away, the question inevitably arises. So who is going to carry this torch for literature? And, right. you know, because, oh, gosh, there are just so many crappy books out there. And by crappy, I mean books that don't challenge, books that aren't what we've been talking about. I, I'm still in this mindset uh, from poets and writers, the dangerous writing article that I read about putting your struggles and your conflicts on the page in some way and making that deep and meaningful for your readers. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we need writing of all kinds, right? Because, you know, like some writing is supposed to challenge you and, and press you um, and make you think outside of your box. Um, and then some of it, like the point of it is to be able to escape and to be able to be comforted um, and to to be somewhere else when like your world gets too heavy for you to to bear. So um, so yeah, there's there's room for both types, I think. Right, but I'm not talking about I'm not talking about writing that doesn't challenge. I'm talking about writing that isn't someone's best. That's what I mean when I say crappy writing. You know, if you're gonna do this, do it well. And this is what our whole episode was about last week, right? Right. There's a reason that we've stuck with this for 100 episodes. We've done it because we know the importance of showing up and we know the importance of working hard at something. And, you know, don't don't release something half-heartedly. Put right. yourself into it. No matter the genre. I mean, I'm not saying one genre is better than another, but if you're going to do it, do it. True. <laughs> and do it well. <laughs> Yes, be part of something and like if you're adding your voice to the mix don't don't be content just to be part of the chorus like stand out say something It's worth it. Yes, don't just be a look I'm writing this down. <laughs> This is why I podcast with you because uh, you say these things and they're brilliant. 
And this is why I podcast with you because you tell me that I say things that are brilliant. I'm just <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So sad news so, about Harper Lee. Very sad news. But I'm glad we've gotten gotten a chance to to talk about it. Yeah, well, to remember. I mean, who thought we would have seen a second novel from her before? Right, before she, she passed. passed away. Yeah, even if it was so controversial and nobody can decide if it was really her or not. not. <laughs> yeah, or if it was her or not, or if she wanted to publish it or not. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think this is wonderful, the work that we're doing, the the way that we get to talk about greats like Harper Lee, the way that we get to hope that we and our work are encouraging the next great. Yes. To get their story and to get their voice out into the space. <laughs> yes, well, and as you all know, because, you know, Mariana says it's true and it, it is true. Like, make sure you start your own, start your own podcast, start your own blog, like pick up your own what website. What is this? And I'm going to cry. Well, so like, did you, have you been paying attention to that news about the editor from the Huffington Post the past couple of days? This is after my mindset here is being changed by you to like, you know, okay, I can, I can publish this stuff on my own site. And yes, my, my exposure, my network is not that large yet, but you you grow your network over time you don't it doesn't magically just turn into a million viewers or whatever but the Huffington Post editor was um was touting the fact that he doesn't pay his writers um and how he thinks yes it's more authentic journalism that way <laughs> which is baloney and then on top of that you know he's like oh the exposure is what counts and I'm like thinking to myself man you know people like if you would just save your viral articles for your own website, like think about how much revenue you could be generating for yourself instead of for Huffington Post. Right. Because they, it's not like they are not making money off of it. They are. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but we have an audience of blah, blah, blah. So what? You can have that same audience. You just need to, you have to cultivate it. So here's some exciting news. Are you ready? What? I got I got a note from Stacy this week, and I'm going to brag on her. She mm -hmm. has gotten an invitation to write uh, for the Guardian in the wow. UK, uh -huh. uh, because a lot of the hospitals there are considering doing away with chaplains completely, not making them oh, staff positions. And so, a reporter con uh, or an editor, I'm not sure, but contacted her to ask her to write something for to you know to say no, no, chaplains are really important. Yeah. So and they, she's getting paid. Them? Yeah, exactly. Woohoo, Stacy! Sam says I can't blow my whistle anymore. Wait, wait. <gasps> there, it was not in the mic. It doesn't matter. You can blow. <laughs> He's gonna have blow. fun editing this one. <laughs> but that's what that you know. That's what for me. That's why we do it. We do it to help people say, "No, you are worth this, yeah. and this is your job." Even if it's not your full-time job, it's still a job that you're hoping will help support your family that you are hoping will help, um, you know, turn into something. So, so say that you're worth it. Say you're exactly. worth it. Well, and the, the point that like people like Chuck Wendig and, and others are making in that whole 
in this whole conversation is that like as long as writers don't like demand what they're yep, worth, yep, yep, yep. Then sell themselves no for exposure. Ever, yeah, no one will ever pay them what they're worth. And readers won't value it, um, and and writers themselves don't value the work that they do if they're willing to, like, sell themselves down the river for it. Well, and that's what I was telling Stacy. It's hard work to write. It's hard work to blog. It's hard work to put a whole manuscript together. And until people try to engage in that process themselves, they're going to try to undersell you. They're going to try to get you to do blog posts for five dollars, five hundred words. No. See if you can find someone, but it's going to be crappy writing. Sorry. Because right. it's only $5. Exactly. So the point is, if you're going to work that hard, why not do it for yourself? So. Why not do it for yourself? <laughs> Epiphany, 100 episodes. My work is half complete. <laughs> yeah. Meaning that we also have to convince Thomas of this. Oh, we should definitely Thomas, now that Elizabeth is on board, my efforts are reignited <laughs> to get you yes, to understand <clears throat> especially with your new phd I, on, i'm man. sorry dr whitley we should say <laughs> dr whitley please yeah. please don't sell your writing well sell it or what oh for nothing sorry i didn't finish my thought okay, don't there. sell it i'm like sell no. your writing don't give it away for free and you either, whoever you are, the five, four hundred thousand, two thousand people, don't do it. Just don't do it. Exactly. Just, okay. <laughs> I'm th trying to think. Okay. A hundred episodes. People are going to listen to this one. What are our themes that we need to go back on? Okay. Don't give your writing away for free. Number two, don't sure, sign a contract without sure somebody. You read, read that contract. From Let's do all, all. Of our soapboxes here right now in this segment. <laughs> That's awesome. I um, haven't been getting as many notices lately of people doing that, but yes. Yes. Please don't do it. But seriously, we know you're still out there. Stop it right now. Make sure Stop you it. Just time. stop. <sighs> yeah. Oh. What's more? Okay. Box? So we did get also another note. What's that? Man, we have notes everywhere. I know. Okay, here's a note from Stacy. What does she say? She says, Thinking Out Loud is one of my favorite podcasts. <laughs> I always come away with new resources to help my writing, new insight into the publishing world, and new motivation to keep on writing. Yay. Elizabeth and Mariana are great company for the sometimes lonely writing life. That's what we're hoping. <laughs> Yay. You are not alone. Get out from under your desk. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what it's been for me, too. It is a very solitary life sometimes. Yeah, it is for sure. And this is, I mean, for, for me to have a hundred episodes, to think about the conversations that we've had and the fact that when you have those conversations, like for me this afternoon, I have to go pick up books. And so I'll be driving a little bit and I'll be thinking about what you've said about this. If you're adding your voice to the mix, don't just be, be a part of the chorus. Mm -hmm. Stand out. Be someone different. Don't just... Yeah, I'm going to be thinking about that a lot. And that's why we called it Thinking Out Loud, because that's what we're doing. You, if you have listened, know that it's, even the times that we try to have an outline, like it or not, we're both pantsers. It's in our nature. And so we are literally coming to this 
desk, table, wherever you are, <laughs> and thinking about publishing and writing and the changing dynamics. And yes, sometimes ranting about the fact that Huffington Post says that they sh- don't pay their writers and are bragging about it. Yeah. It's called stealing Huffington Post. Ranting about other things as well. But like the idea is, I mean, these are issues that people need to be thinking about, even if they're like smaller issues sometimes. Sometimes they're huge issues like like getting paid. Well, and the other thing I think about is the the opportunities that we've had to celebrate. We celebrated with Molly when she was first published. We're celebrating with Stacy now. We're celebrating with you because you're about to be published in the short story anthology. Yes. And you're going to New York to present at Writer's Digest. I know. How about that? Crazy. Uh, yes. And... You know, I would like to claim uh, a little bit of those successes with people (laughs) because when you have other people that you know are rooting for you, that are hoping that you succeed, you sit up a little straighter. You get up a little earlier to write and you keep going even when you're not sure (laughs) what that character is doing. It's true. And you listen to that character who wakes you up tapping you on the shoulder, right? Exactly. Oh, man. She did do that, too. I'm still working on her. Is that the one in your book? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that's her. See what it's turned into? Because you listen to her. (laughs) And I think for someone who is considering writing, for me, this is something I still struggle with. It's not... You have to put in so much work before you see a financial gain a lot of times. And so, you know, you feel like it's a, like, like uh, Molly was saying that it's a hobby, you know, until you get paid for it. And so, but if you don't put in that time, then there's no possibility that it can become anything but a hobby. Right. Well, but I do, with you know, like with every aspect of, you know, even if you're just self-publishing, like. And it's not just self-publishing anymore, right? It's like, even if you're self-publishing, like you have to, sometimes you have to invest ahead of time. You have to front load the money, you know, to pay Mm -hmm. your editor or to pay your cover designer or to pay, you know, your layout person um, to get all of your pieces together so you have a quality product. But like, if you have a quality product, like it pays for itself. It just doesn't do it right away. Yeah. And it's an investment. It really is. Yes. Yes. But it can pay for itself. You just, again, it it requires some hard work. Don't give up. Keep on writing. Like uh, Stacy said, she was talking to me too about her second book. She's like, I'm trying so hard. I was like, I know the (laughs) second one. I've heard that the second one's harder than the first one. You're like, the expectation is suddenly there. You're like, wait, you're like, oh, I really can do this. Like people are really buying this book. Oh my (laughs) gosh. Yeesh. But also the other thing is that when you finally get that book published, you forget about the six years or seven years that you put into it. Right. And so you try to recreate this experience more quickly in the second experience, you know, in the second book. Right. Hmm. Silly people. Keep going, Stacy. keep going. Yes. You, you can do it. Yes. And if you need more encouragement, there's another... Camp Nano is coming in April, and I know that seems like a long way away, but it's going to be here before we know it, too. So, Yeah, she won. NaNoWriMo. I know. She or you could just call me and I'll blow my whistle for you. 
noisemaker whistle thing. Or we could do our own version of Nano, like whenever you want. We'll start right now. Oh, yes. I love that idea. In 30 days. Go for it, Stacey. Go, go, go. Well, what if we did something in honor of our 100 episode that was like the next 100 days? No, we could totally do that. Like this, guys, this is what you call thinking out loud right here. (laughs) This is like, we have no planning. We're just like, hey, here's an idea. Let's see what we got. What about 100 words for 100 days? How many words? Hold on, wait. Let me give him my calculator. You know, we're word people, not not math people. Right. Mm. That's 10,000 words. That's that's easily doable in 100 days because 100 days is three months plus. That's true. Okay. So leading into Camp NaNoWriMo, let's do the Thinking Out Loud 100-day challenge. What is it going to be? We could still do, I mean, 100 words is fine because it's just like priming the pump, right? Yes. And sometimes I think you just need that little motivation because you're going to write. Oh, and it can go with your um, campaign. Yes, right. every Right day. every damn day, right? Exactly. Didn't you come up with that hashtag? I don't think so. Oh. Because there's other people that are on it, and I don't think it's because they got it from me. But I use it for my own purposes. All right. So here, Thinking Out Loud Network, when this show goes live, we're going to start it. A hundred days, a hundred words every day. On one manuscript? Yes. No. It can be on anything. Okay, it can be on anything. A hundred words. I'm right now. Um, that get that carries us actually into. Um, Nana camp, into right? May. It it carries us past camp. Nice. A hundred days is May, like May second or third. Let's do it. Well, we'll we'll have to see what. It might be like May 5th when this comes out. We'll have to see when it comes out. Cool. 100 words. And then tweet about it. Tell us if you've done it. Yeah. Write every damn day, people. Yeah, with the hashtag write every damn day. And you, if you want to um, mention Thinking FM, where the Thinking.FM network is at Thinking FM on Twitter. You can do it. You can do it. As well, or do we not? Maybe not. You know, I don't know if we, we, I don't think we do. Yeah. We could work on that. We should work on that. Although it's possible somebody else has it. There is, isn't there a singing group in the Grammys that was called Thinking Out Loud? I honestly don't know. I don't know. I don't pay attention to the Grammys. Isn't that sad? Okay, so here's our 100-day challenge. Yes. Yes, do it, people. Do it. 100 words a day. That is, like, really easy to do. Really easy. Much easier than running or sit-ups. And, yeah, right? <laughs> um, if, you need, if you need something to help you focus or motivation or whatever, download Ride or Die because it's awesome and it's totally... Um, helpful for making sure that you focus and that you sit down and you get your hundred words done. So the idea of write every damn day is that you get into the habit of scheduling time to write into your day. Exactly. 
you have to think ahead to do this. You have to think about time. But, you know, one of my goals that I haven't mentioned out loud is to blog more regularly. And my goal really is to blog every, you know, five days a week. Mm, That's awesome. And I've been pretty successful at it, but it's funny because when you get used to doing this, then what you do is you think about what you're going to blog about the next day Mm -hmm. because your brain is primed. It's true. Yeah. I kind of, so uh, here's, that's what, that's why we're saying the hundred day challenge. Yeah, exactly. For blogging, which you could you could do blogging as your hundred words. Yeah, start a blog. Yeah, exactly, Thomas. Start a blog. <laughs> Dr. Whitley. Start a blog. He does have a blog, and he has been writing more regularly. But you know, you don't have all that dissertation stuff to do now. Exactly. So fill your time with writing. <laughs> for yourself. Unless yes, you for yourself. Very well, somewhere else. So a hundred words is not the limit. No. That's the minimum. Many more. Yeah. However many. Many more. But tell us if you do it. Tell us if you develop a hundred day challenge. (laughs) Yes. I'm excited about this. Me too. Would you like to hear my whistle again? Yes, please. Blow the whistle. Oh, wait. What happened? (laughs) Oh, no. You broke it. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) I think I covered up the hole. That's funny. That's awesome. But it really is. This has been an amazing experience for me. And I'll tell you, some days I don't want to do it because I don't want to admit that I've not been paying attention. I haven't been uh, trying my hardest as I used to tell my students all the time. (laughs) So it is a little bit sometimes like a confessional booth too, isn't it? It's true because we have to come here and admit to each other when we're like, oh, yeah, I kind of fell off the wagon and I haven't been writing or any of the other things that we want to admit about letting the mental monsters take over or things like that. So so sometimes this is a celebration. Sometimes this is a confessional. But that not that the what you need in order to keep going? I mean, I can tell you that Harrelson Press, I'm pretty sure, would not be in existence anymore if we didn't have this time. Today, I'm picking up our third reprint of a book. This is our fourth printed book, and we have six books altogether in the course of two years. That's amazing. That's pretty good. That is really good for somebody that's just like, you're just starting out with this, you know? Yes. Harrelson Press is really, well, it's not new anymore, but like, this is how you build your, um, your backlist is by every day getting up and working on it and putting out a quality product that people want more of. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is that knowing that other people are invested in this is it makes a big difference. And I've made some pretty big mistakes too that have uh, impacted how I do business. But the other thing is that I have people who are sending me their manuscripts who know about Harrelson Press, who want to be published by Harrelson Press. That is exciting in and of itself. Yeah. Well, and um, my friend, Gabriella, this is kind of like the, just the topic um, of the, of the month or the week or the next couple weeks or whatever um, in her podcast. Or my life. Right. She, um, she was talking about the power of zero. Have I talked about this yet? No. Um, so she's talking about the power of zero and how like when, when you first get started, 
like you might be tempted to be discouraged by the fact that you don't have any followers or you don't have a book yet or you haven't written a blog post or whatever but the the thing about it is that like you can do whatever you want because like you can you have room to make mistakes because you're new you're small like there's not tons that of people that are counting on you you know it's just you and it's just what you're up to right now and so like you have room to grow you have room to figure out what your voice is you as Harrelson Press you get to you know you get to choose the direction that you're going and maybe change it a couple of times yes because you have the flexibility exactly because you you have the flexibility to be able to do that at this time so it's it's pretty powerful place to be when you don't have so much riding on it you know when you don't have a lot of people like looking expectantly toward you and saying what are you going to do next (laughs) you know so and that was actually part of she was talking to me about that at the same time as you were talking to me about like the importance of you know having my own platform to speak from and so that was like all a perfect storm of motivation for me to start my own blog and my own space um just to really like build my platform and say, Hey, you know, like I'm still working out exactly what my voice is here and what I want to do. Um, but this is, this is how, you know, this is the time. There's no better time than now because I'm going to be at zero until I start. So yeah, I have to start. So let's start. But that's risky and it's dangerous to stick your toe out there. It is actually, so speaking of writing for people and not getting paid for it, which is totally cool because I volunteered to do this, but I'm uh, publishing an article for DIY MFA on Monday. And one of the things that I talk about in it is how like the, what the mental monster is trying to protect you from is the risk of failing, of making yes, a mistake. Putting yourself out there. Feedback. And so like your rational brain can say yes. I understand that failure is an important part of learning and of the process of, you know, being out here and, and doing what I want to do for myself. But your your emotional brain, your your ego says, no, it's going to hurt. Oh, no, I can't do it. Please don't let don't me. Don't do it. Yeah. No. So, like, but so the, the point is that like once you once you've failed once or twice or 10 times, all of a sudden you're like, <laughs> Oh, look, I'm still yeah, that's not that big of a deal. And I'm still doing this and I haven't died yet and I'm not being sued. You know, like it's <laughs> fine. You can you can survive it. Um and it's it's worth the effort of trying to survive it because um because the more you do it, the more you the more people that like you find that are out there that want to hear what you have to say or that want to carry on a conversation with you about it. Um, Yes. So if you do, if you have had this experience and you're kind of nursing some wounds, you know, bandaging up some uh, scrapes, come to us. We'll tell you our stories. Ooh, we got some. We'll push you right back out there off the ledge too. Yeah. Because our stories are going to be worse than yours. I'm sure. Make you take the leap because you know, there's no reason not to. There's no reason not to. Yeah. I feel, okay, secretly, I have to tell you that I wanted to fly to California to have our 100th episode <laughs> in person. It would have been good. Now, and I would have just like walked up to your door. door and, right now, I think I would freak out. You're not here. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not at your okay. door. Okay. 
flying with a baby is rather difficult, yeah. you know. But if we could work on that um, Star Trek thing. What's it called? Uh, you mean the the transporter? Yes, I do. Transporter. Thank you. <laughs> yes. I, I was thinking maybe we should work on the TARDIS. Oh, that would be good too. Yeah, that thing is awesome inside. Mm-hmm. It's bigger inside and, and it does the same thing as a transporter, only you don't have to be like scattered into atoms in the process. Yeah, this probably tell, a I've idea. been watching Star Trek. I don't I don't know if that like just kind of came out like that, but like I've been watching the the old old ones. Yeah. And like dying from a the William Shatner overacting and be the the blatant <laughs> misogynistic overtones. Oh my gosh, yeah. That I'm just like, are you kidding me right now? What is going on here? But um it's been it's been enjoyable. Even despite that. Even despite that. Okay, I am so excited about this 100 day challenge. Let's just say that we were planning this even before we started talking about this. <laughs> of course we were. What do you what our listeners know that, of course, that we were planning it. Silly. And so what do you think? Another hundred episodes? You have it in um, you? Yeah, let's do it. Yes. Yeah. Another two years of our lives together. <laughs> I mean, think about where we'll be in two years. Where are we now from where we were two years ago? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Exactly. You know? Like we're going to be rich. exponential, too. So, you know, I'm, I'm yes. ready for it. Let's do it. Plus, you'll have a two-year-old by then. How fun will that be? Ah! Wait, why did you do that? That's... <laughs> oh, good gracious. Eee. Okay. Minor, minor panic attack <laughs> coming down. <laughs> so you want to tell us what you're reading? Um, I'm still working on um, Artificial by Dana McCoy right now and I'm super enjoying it. Um, but I haven't had a whole lot of time to read this week because I'm just still like the projects keep throwing themselves at me. So I'm That's working. awesome though. Yeah, it's good. It's good. That's a good reason not to be able to read, right? And I'm still working on Between the World and Me. You know, I've made it another five pages. <laughs> but it's just, it really is good. It's really good. Nice. Good stuff. Yes. So I'm looking at this book and I'm feeling this book and I'm going, ooh, maybe my book can be this size. Have you started dreaming about what your book looks like? Yeah. Well, I actually um, am in like discussions with a um with a book a cover designer right now nice so, um my book is going to actually have a here's what it looks like very soon i'm kind of excited that is awesome but you're probably going to release to ebook first right yes definitely definitely that, that's awesome awesome okay so you know before before the next 100 episodes both of us need to have a book Sounds good to me. We better have a book. Two years from now, I better have a couple. I know, right? Two? Yeah. Are we going to try to do two before 200? Yes. Ooh, that's another good goal. Two before 200, people. I know. We can do it. We can do it. Totally. Totally. 
way doable. Oh, well, what kind of celebration are you going to do today to celebrate this hundred episode work um, because of all your, yeah, pretty much. That's what I'm going to be doing is work, work and more work. And then tomorrow I'm, I'm gathering my, so like, this is, this is the cool thing about NaNoWriMo people. And I'm just going to tout it again, even though I know it's February, but, um, but it's February and, um, the community that you build in NaNo is pretty awesome. Um, because you know, if you, you have a good to, ML like you, you connect to other writers that are in your area and, um, and you, you're like, Oh, Hey, there's other people out here that are doing the same thing. So I just put a um, a message last week on my Facebook page, not my Facebook page. I put it on the, um, on the, the Yolo County Facebook page for, um, the nano people and said, Hey guys, I'm going to go sit for two hours at, um, Delta of Venus, which is our, one of our local coffee shops. I'm going to sit there for two or three hours and work on my stuff and who wants to come work with me. And I think I have like four or five people that are going to show and like, you know, hang out with me and we're going to write together and like not talk to each other because we're all introverts, but, um, <laughs> but just like be there together and like working in the same space. Um, and just like being creative together. And so like, that's just, by the way, again, super cool. And those are people that I wouldn't necessarily have known if I hadn't been part of nano. And so like, I could be going to the coffee shop and working by myself with other people who are also working by themselves because they're always there, you know, anybody with a laptop in the, in yes. the coffee shop is your comrade. <laughs> but, um, but aside from that, like, now these are people that like I actually know and I actually know that they're working on their novels and so we can say hi to each other and you know watch our stuff for each other and then like sit there and and get our work done and motivate each other just by the sheer like example you know of well I have to work because the person next to me is working so yeah peer pressure right exactly Exactly. This is a powerful thing. And, and that's, again, what we're trying to do by the fact that we show up, that we talk about these things. We're, we're saying this is important work that you're doing. That it's not You're not alone, first of all, but also this is good stuff. This is stuff that our culture needs, that our people, that our you know world needs. So, so show up. Exactly. And know, know that we are watching over you. That's very creepy. Let's not say that. <laughs> Cheering you on? Is that better? Yes. We're definitely a little less creepy. We're rooting for you. <laughs> we're rooting for you. And we really are willing to help you um, connect to different resources. We know book designers, we know illustrators, we know publishers, we know freelance editors. Yeah, we do. You you know a good one? Uh maybe. I don't know. Yeah. She's She's kind of harsh sometimes, though. Yeah, I have heard that she doesn't mess around. <laughs> oh, no, she doesn't mess around. But she will help you make your writing better. Um, anyways, that, that would be me, I guess. <laughs> where <laughs> that they can would find be me. Um, You can find me on the web at www.writingrefinery.com. You can find me on Facebook, on Pinterest, on Twitter, and on Goodreads at Writing Refinery. And if you want to follow my personal writing journey um, in which I don't talk about 
the writing journey at all in my blog because I don't believe in doing that, um, then you can come find me at elizabethkaufman.com. And that's Elizabeth with an S, by the way. Um, but elizabethkaufman.com. And um, I have stuff on my blog there. Um, you can join my mailing list and you'll be the first to know when I um, when I release my book. Which Yeah, and when the book cover comes out. Yes. Awesome. Yeah, we can do a cover reveal. Woohoo. And if you are want to talk about publishing, self-publishing, if you want to talk about traditional publishing or some kind of mixed of the two, you can find me, HarrelsonPress.com, at Harrelson Press on Twitter, Harrelson Press on Facebook. And I will say that I blog too on Mariana.net. That's about all kinds of other stuff, not just the publishing world. Yes. Which so a hundred episodes strong. By the way, people. What's that? I think it's important. I feel like um, I feel like there's a growing trend among authors. Not a growing trend. It's a trend that's been around a while, but it's very um, navel gazing ish. And technically, the blogging that I'm doing is still navel gazing because I'm like talking about my own, you know, experiences of my own world or whatever. But um, but when you like go to meta and you talk about the writing process too much, I'm just like, okay, like the readers don't care. I mean, they might like parts of your process, you know, and be interested in parts of it, but like the nitty gritty of writing, that's not important. So when you're blogging for people who um, you want to buy your books, you need to blog about the things that they're buying your books for, like what they're actually interested in. Which is yeah, content. Stacy, the chaplaincy, which is for me. Yes. Who knows what? Some something random things. I don't know. I'm still figuring it out. But anyways, I love it. I love it. But now, okay, I'm psyched. <laughs> hey, right. and if you just if you just need somebody to you know blow the whistle. Exactly. Time to celebrate. Celebrate what you're doing. Celebrate what you're trying to accomplish. Celebrate this community that we are together. Yes. Celebrate. I won't sing. That's inappropriate. (laughs) So until next time, keep thinking. Keep writing. And keep celebrating. Yay. Bye. Bye.